Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I'm so happy that you're here again today. And in the next 26 minutes, my goal is to whisper ideas to you as dads so you can intentionally and consistently reach your daughter's heart. And why do I do this? So that you can be the hero you want to be and that your daughter and your son need you to be. I want to empower and equip you with fathering tools for your daughters, and many dads tell me these work with my sons too, because they're tried, they're true, they're tested, and they work. So picture yourselves standing side by side each other, ready to run your fathering race this week, and I'm on the sidelines as your coach saying, on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme each week. Get set, I'm going to fill that in with stories and stats, and then go is always your action step so that you can put your love for your daughter and your son into action this week. Well, with this being Halloween week, I wanted to come up with a creative way to capitalize on that theme while also bridging the topic to your heart as a dad. And here's what I've come up with for On Your Mark. It's Dad, Take Off Your Mask. Well, now for the get set part. Today, as we talk about the invisible masks that we wear as men and women, my purpose is to focus less on how you can help your daughter not wear a mask for her to hide. And this week, I'm going to be talking to you as fathers, as men, about the masks that you wear that cause you to hide and then block you from being able to connect with your daughter's heart. So this week, dads, it's going to be all about you, because we know that we give out what we have inside, right? So if you are wearing a mask that may block you from knowing yourself or from knowing those around you, it obviously is going to have an impact on your daughter. Well, when you first hear about this topic of mask wearing, I'm sure the first thing you think about is that this ties to Halloween, right? Who of us hasn't worn masks? I remember Casper the Friendly Ghost being a really common one when whole outfits were first available at stores. You would buy a whole little packet, you had a little white outfit, and then you put this little plastic mask with holes for your eyes, holes for your nose, holes for your mouth, and then you could breathe through this thing, but no one knew who you were. So obviously this topic of mask wearing is something that most of us knew at Halloween was commonplace. Everyone was doing it, right? We all wore masks and it's normalized for that day of the year. But what about the rest of the year, guys, where we all, myself included, don't even realize sometimes that we're wearing an invisible mask that hides our identity as a person, as a human being, as a man, as a woman. I know there's another kind of mask that we wear. Now, this one may be more common on Venus than Mars, but it's the kind where we would smear all this stuff on our faces. I've done this many a time. And the mask is intended to pull out the impurities in my skin. You know that. Probably the women in your lives have worn them more than you have. But you think about the fact that when we wear them, we look very goofy, don't we? And yet, like I'm saying today, I want to talk about this idea of wearing a mask out in public where we maybe need to actually take it off. It's not maybe appropriate to wear the mask, but when that's all we know and we've been conditioned to keep it on, that's where a lot of times we're not fully known, either to other people or to ourselves. So these invisible masks, men, that we wear for self-protection, they're not a fashion accessory, right? They're not appropriate out in, in public day after day. But we may have started wearing that kind of a mask, the invisible one, as a kid, maybe where we felt like we didn't fit or belong, 
Maybe it's when we were first made fun of for something that we said or we wore, what we didn't wear or didn't say and we didn't fit in. Maybe the mask was something that we put on unintentionally, kind of unconsciously as a kid when we were rejected and not chosen for a team or chosen as someone's best friend or chosen by a person we had a crush on. On it goes, doesn't it? And we've learned to wear a mask to feel safe when being vulnerable and honest and open, it either wasn't safe or it wasn't wise or it wasn't acceptable. And when we felt embarrassed or insecure or unwanted or unloved, on the mask would go where we would kind of pretend, there's the whole key, where we pretend that something didn't bother us when it really did. And when we learn to laugh it off or deny that it hurt us, what happens over time is sometimes we don't even realize that we've talked ourselves into believing a lie. Because the truth is, that does hurt. That does cause a reaction. And I think for many men that I've come to know over the last decade, they'll tell me, I stuff down what I'm really feeling, and then it comes out through another portal, most often anger. So let's zoom out for a minute and talk about the purpose of masks. How about that? So there's a twofold purpose that I believe that is involved, that's underneath the surface, if you will, to wearing masks, because they, one, hide our identity, right? Think Halloween mask. You can't tell who's under the mask oftentimes when you're giving out the candy. It's who is that under there, we'll ask. So number one, the masks we wear hide our identity. And number two, they hide our imperfections, which you heard me just talk about with the mask that I wear to clean my skin or to pull out the impurities. In other words, we only wear a mask if we don't want to be known and we don't want to be seen. So today as we talk about the masks that we wear to cover up that which we believe others or ourselves will either find disgusting or shameful or unacceptable or ugly, we will see that there are so many parallels between real masks and the proverbial invisible ones that we wear. Okay, but here's a truth to consider, men, is we talk about this metaphorical or invisible mask. Like I said earlier, most of us don't even know that we're wearing one to cover up our true self or our true identity or our real feelings or our honest thoughts, right? Especially if we grew up in a home where those values weren't celebrated or where honesty was met with criticism or belittling or where it wasn't worth the risk of revealing the underbelly of who we were at the time because either no one else was being real and vulnerable, so it wasn't the norm, or maybe where we didn't want to stand out as the weirdo, right, who was sharing his feelings. Maybe that's something you grew up with where it wasn't safe to share what you were really thinking or really feeling, or you would have been told you were a sissy or that you were weak or something that would belittle you and tell you that it wasn't safe to be that kind of honest with the people around you. So then what we do is we learn to stuff and hide and deny and pretend and fake and diminish and fool. And over time, it can become so normal that we don't even realize we're doing it. And for many of us, where it all comes to light is when we're in a serious relationship, right? Where someone that we're in relationship with will say something like this. Maybe men, you've heard this, where the woman that you're either married to or dated, or maybe it's even your daughter says, I don't feel like I know you, right? I don't even feel like I know you anymore. But how many of you back in those dating years where you were pursuing her, 
where you actually doing a lot of talking, a lot of unmasking, a lot of getting to know each other. But for so many men, once you, let's say, have her, right, you won her heart, that whole unveiling of what's really going on oftentimes stops. Maybe that isn't your story, but that's a lot of what I hear in my counseling office or with the men that I meet with in the ABBA Project, which is the group I lead for dads of daughters between 13 and 30. So many men tell me, I know I have it in me to do this because I did it once, but somewhere along the way, it was just too hard or took too much energy to be that level of vulnerable, and I don't like feeling weak, incompetent, inadequate, and so to reveal the underbelly of what's really going on comes at a high cost or a high price. So today, I want to talk to you in this topic of taking off your mask about a way to reach your daughter's heart as you not only do it yourself, with yourself, with some people around you who are safe, but the goal is to be more real with her so that she will follow your lead. Because I know this job of taking off your mask is hard work. It's exhausting. Do I hear an amen? But the good news, men, is that it's freeing when you take it off because there's no pretending. There's no secrets. There's no hiding. And all of that energy can then be spent proactively to love the people around you as you're living out your God-given calling instead of using that energy to hide. Just this week, I actually, it was really great timing in preparation for today's talk because I heard an interview by an author named Lewis Howes. He wrote a book called The Mask of Masculinity. How's that for a powerful title? And as you can tell by that title, he's specifically focusing on masks and men. He's a former professional arena league football player who said that on the outside, everything looked good, right? He had all the success. People thought he'd made it. And he even believed it himself until everything kind of, he said, came crashing down and it started burning. He got into a physical altercation with someone. He says he was in an emotionally traumatic relationship and that the very same things that had been working for him in the past all of a sudden stopped working which forced him, now listen to this, this is pretty courageous for a man. He said, I had to face my own ego. Whoa. And he came up with kind of this template that he says are nine masks that men wear. And rather than talk you through all of them, I'm just going to highlight the three that he says most often he has found are common for men to wear. He calls them the stoic mask, the material mask, and the alpha mask. Isn't that interesting? And here's how he defines the stoic mask. He said men are acculturated, you know, to never let him see a sweat, never let him see a cry. And as an athlete, he said, all growing up, coaches would say, don't cry. Like, and other guys would make fun of you if you actually were weak or admitted that something hurt or hurt your feelings even, not just physical hurt. But he says later on, it caught up with him, and he finally had to go there. He finally had to look at that stuff that he wasn't being honest with himself about. Then he describes the material mask as materialism. He said, that's the mask we wear, where all the stuff that we have, that we've accumulated, portray an image of success, even though underneath all of it, he says, often there's a real emptiness. And then the third mask, the alpha mask, he defines as that mask that kicks in when someone comes to attack or question. And he said, what kicks in for a lot of men and himself too is a dominant stance, kind of that I'm going to assert myself in a male dominant way against whatever I don't like coming at me. So when asked how a man can drop the mask, 
Here's what Lewis said. Find someone you can trust. And then he said, unfortunately, most men don't feel they have a guy they can talk to. And he said, if this is you, then seek out a therapist or a coach who agrees to confidentiality and facilitating a judgment-free zone. Isn't that powerful? He says, or if you have a loving friend, make a request to share your mask or your secret with them with the condition that they simply listen. Oh, how I love this. It's a man talking honestly about the masks that he wears. Maybe you can relate to some of what Lewis Howes just said in that quote. Okay, here's another story. If you want to watch a documentary, I want to tell you about this. There's a story woven in this documentary called The Heart of Man. And a couple of my friends are featured in this documentary. One of them is Paul Young. One of them is John Lynch. It's on Amazon. You can buy it or you can just do a one-time viewing. Oh my goodness. You want to talk about being led through a process of how to unveil, how to take off the mask? This documentary will do it, The Heart of Man. I cannot honestly encourage you to get it enough. And I think about how Paul Young, in this story, he tells honestly in this documentary about an affair that he had with his wife's best friend. Many of the men in this documentary are talking about what they call sexual sin or pornography issues. And so they're helping to bring it out of the closet, if you will, to unmask and say, this is what I've struggled with. Here's the cost that it had. And here's how I worked it through and where I'm at now. I think men, you need other men who are not stuck in the struggle, but have come through it. And if you don't have a mentor or friend that you can open up with, this would be a great place to start. Because what Paul Young has told me more than once, you've heard him probably share this publicly more than once as well, is that when his wife, Kim, found out about the affair, she said to him, I will never believe another thing you tell me as long as you live. So Paul walked into a counselor's office and he said, I will stay here as long as you tell me to until you tell me I'm done. Isn't that good? He said, I know myself. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to exit stage left when it gets hard. But on his first session, he said, I won't leave until you tell me I'm done. Because he knew he had to look at all the layers underneath. And he said, if you don't help me, I'm going to die. He'd actually already planned his own suicide. He was going to go to Mexico where no one would find him because he was so unveiled, unmasked. All of his raw self was exposed to his wife and to the world. He says, I lost my reputation. I lost everything. And yet it was that that led him to go into the depths of his abuse and his pain and his abandonment and rejection and find a God that met him there, who he now calls Papa, and Jesus and Holy Spirit, who have met him relationally in the depths of his pain. And he sets the model, men, for a man who said, I'm going to care less about the fact that I've been a pastor or that I have a reputation, and I'm going to stop right now, unmask, and do the hard work. Such a powerful, powerful example of a man who's willing to do the work. So here's the deal, men. We often fashion our masks to look the way we want others to see us, or either how we project onto them what we think they want from us. But meanwhile, what happens is we're suffocating under that mask, under that deficit and that pain of what we're carrying alone. And the truth is that daughters and sons suffer because they don't get to really know the heart of their father. What I often say is that it's an exhausting work to keep hiding. There's a book called True Faced. I mentioned John Lynch earlier in The Heart of Man, and he and two friends have written a book called True Faced. 
It's all about taking off the masks. And here's something that he says under his section called The Exhausting Work of Hiding. He says, hiding drains us. When we hide, we can never rest. We live every waking moment with a nagging fear that someone or something will blow our cover. Hiding requires constant vigilance and maintenance. Our masks are made of paper mache, remember? Good material for fashioning a new look in a hurry, but it gets wet when we're looking like our Uncle Floyd after a face tuck. (laughs) I think that's so funny. Things start to get distorted quickly, he says. We can't stay out in public too long because we're in constant need of repair. We need a lot of downtime, and after a while we can't even remember what the mask looked like the last time we put it on. Hiding creates a double penalty. It prevents us from maturing, and it makes us vulnerable to even more covering up. Isn't that powerful? Well, dads, men, you may be asking yourself, how do I even know if I'm wearing a mask? Well, in response to that question, I actually have a question back to you. When your wife or your girlfriend or your daughter or actually any of the women that you're close with have confronted you with something that you're doing, that you're saying, or a a response that you've had that's hurtful to them, do you respond with a willingness to own your own part without defensiveness? Or do you find that you're defensive, covering up, attacking back? Well, you have stuff too, you know, you know, that kind of thing, right? If you respond with an unwillingness to be vulnerable and real and authentic, that's a marker that you're probably hiding behind a mask. Well, let's define terms in a little more clear way about this masked life. The false self is the false version of ourself, right? So if we wear a mask, we're presenting a false image, right? Hey, I'm tough. I never let him, you know, see me sweat or cry or hurt or admit pain or vulnerability or weakness, right? That's a false self because that's not even human, is it? We all hurt. We all get hurt, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, right? That kind of pain is, is real to the human condition. So the false self is the masked self. Did you get that? The false self is the masked self. So in short, your false self is being someone or something other than who you were created to be as God's image bearer, revealing God to the world while being true to yourself and being truly who you were made to be. So let me say a couple other things about the false self. The false self is an artificial persona that people create very early in life to protect themselves. So sometimes it's more of a public face. You know, I think about times where where daughters that I've met with have said, my dad is really different at home than he is out with other people. He knows how to turn it on. In fact, my mom grew up with that. She had a father who was on this morning meditations Bible program, and he would sometimes be in the pulpit, but behind closed doors, he was a very angry man and very abusive. So that whole public face, private face is another way to say, am I different outside in public than I am at home? And if you don't know the answer to that, have the courage to ask the people that you're around Ask those in your home, do you see me being the same here at home as I am out in public? I think about even this week, one of my pastors, Keith Jenkins, he admitted this in a sermon. He said, people often ask me how I can be so real. You know how he answered that? He said, because I don't have any secrets anymore, and God's grace has already forgiven me, so why would I not be real up in front of you? I have nothing to hide. Go, Pastor Keith, I love that. Listen to Luke 12, 2 in the Message Bible. 
It says you can't keep your true self hidden forever. Before long, you'll be exposed. You can't hide behind a religious mask forever. Sooner or later, the mask will slip and your true face will be known. Pretty powerful, isn't it? I love that concept stated there in scripture that you can't keep your true self hidden forever. At some point, the mask is going to crack or come off. So why not do it intentionally early on before it actually gets smacked and falls off and everything falls apart? Does that make sense? So today, as we kind of wrap this conversation up, men, I want to give you some practical ways that you can actually take the mask off and drop the mask. I love acrostics. So I've come up with a four-point model that's just the word talk, T-A-L-K, because the more we talk about what's really going on, if you don't even hear anything else I say today here on the Dad Whisperer about dropping your mask, just take that to the bank, talk. Instead of shutting up, shutting down, make a decision to talk about what's really going on with someone you trust. But I'm also going to give you a four-point model here, T-A-L-K-T, tell the truth to one person you trust. So you noticed with that T and in that sentence, there was a lot of T's, right? Tell, truth, trust. Those three always go together. So T, if you really want to drop the mask, step one, T, tell the truth to one person you trust. Two, admit. Admit what's really going on inside. In other words, that's making a decision that there will be no more hiding. In fact, as an illustration of this challenge, I want to tell you about this really cool text I got this summer from a friend of mine who wrote me. Her name is Pam. And she said, here's the text. I copied it down so I could read it to you. She said, I have a request of you. Don't worry. It's not about speaking or writing. It's an iron sharpening iron request. Would you be up for scheduling a once a month meeting to just be honest with each other about one thing each time? I know that sounds crazy, but I've been praying about it and you came to mind. Here's what I wrote back. Wow, this is crazy, but I actually love it. So dads, maybe the place to start, just like me and my friend Pam are going to be doing here one of these days, is pick one person and ask them if you can connect once a month and use that time to be honest with each other about one thing each time. Like I said, because my friend and I haven't met yet, I'm not sure what this is going to look like, but I'm all in. I know it's going to be powerful because she and I want to build a foundation of friendship on honesty. So T, tell the truth to one person you trust. A, admit what's really going on inside. L in T-A-L-K is learn new ways of coping. Now, I know that can be scary, but it's possible if you decide to be real and honest, where you feel and you deal with what's there. And if you don't have a person in your life where you can learn those new ways of coping from... Maybe you don't have a friend that you look around and go, I don't actually know who I would learn from. Then find a therapist or a mentor or a pastor or another dad who you respect and ask, could we meet once a month to take the mask off and admit one area where we're struggling? And then ask that other person or brainstorm together about a new way to combat either that insecurity or inadequacy or anger issue or vulnerable area. And then when it's open right, to the public, like Luke 12, 2 says, your hidden self no longer is stuck suffocating under a mask because you're being real with someone. And the K in T-A-L-K is kick things into action. Now, I know it may be easy to find every reason in the book for not being ready to yet take off your mask, but don't let that happen. No more excuses. Let today be the day that you begin the process of being more real, 
unmasked, more honest, more vulnerable, more authentic, and more open. All the while choosing daily to be known, flaws and all, by the people around you and especially by your children. Because your daughters will respond in like kind, so will your sons, to you taking the mask off. So let me just review that acrostic one more time. If you want to begin the process of dropping the mask, T in talk is tell the truth to one person you trust. That's the T. A, admit what's really going on inside. L, learn new ways of coping. And K, kick things into action. Well, today on your mark has been Dad, take off your mask. You've heard lots of stories that I've woven through this topic. And between today and next Monday, I want to encourage you to take off your mask, Dad, by doing one of those four things that were just spelled out at the end in talk. Tell the truth to one person you trust, admit what's really going on inside you, learn new ways of coping, and kick things into action. As always, you can write to me at drmichelle at thedadwhisper.com or go to my website at drmichellewatson.com where I have free resources for you. I now also have my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart available in audiobook form. You can go to Audible and order it there. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisper, encouraging you dads today to make this a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go dads. Go dads.